Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast. Over the last few weeks, the last few episodes, I've been going through uh, what are the core values for Thrive Youth Ministries, the charity that I run. Not to big up Thrive, not to say we've got it right, but actually I think they are really important values to me and how I want my team to demonstrate Christ's love in a specific way to all those we come into contact with, whether they're churchgoers, whether they're Christians, whether they are so far from God they don't even know his name. Uh, These are five core values that I want us to have. And of course, it doesn't mean uh, something that's not one of our five values is not important. Uh, When we were discussing uh, and creating our values, there was a big conversation about should we have Uh, something about loving others Uh, and should we have something about being bible believers and bible readers which are two slightly different things but we've got to be both Uh, and what about prayer and I'm like of course all those things are crucial for being a follower and disciple of Jesus but for me those are those are the givens, those are the essentials, those are the non-negotiables. We should all be reading and studying and eating and digesting the Bible as the word of God. We should all be having a daily rhythm of prayer and cultivating that time with God. Of course, we should, we've got to keep the commandments of Jesus to love the Lord our God and to love our neighbour as ourselves, as well as the Great Commission to go out uh, to the whole, all the nations and telling people and baptising people in the name of God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Those are, those are givens. What we were doing with the values is going, and how are we going to do those things? What are, the, what are the ways we want to be known as followers of Jesus? And so we came up with these five core values. The first one was to have a courageous dependence on the spirit the second point was to make a kingdom difference the third was to be uh, life-giving and dynamic our fourth is to be purposefully encouraging and building others up and now we come to our final one and they're not in any particular order but our fifth one is extravagant generosity we want to be known as extravagant generous people because we we follow an extravagant generous God in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 uh, verse 15 uh, Paul writes thanks be to the God for his indescribable gift because God has given us everything in his son Jesus because he loves us so much and so we want to model that to those we come into contact with that we will be uh, extravagant in our generosity we don't just want to be generous we want to be extravagantly generous now of course uh, immediately everyone thinks this is just about money Uh, and it's hard isn't it because what does generosity look like with money and I think it's easy to think the person who gives the most is the most generous Uh, and yet Jesus uh, told the story of the, the the widow giving all that she had into the temple collection and saying that she gave more than those who gave uh, larger amounts because she she gave out of having little or nothing as opposed to people giving lots out of lots. Uh, and the people who give the most today, it's interesting, I was hearing on the news this week about uh, 
a celebrity who'd given a, a multiple thousand pound donation to a charity. And it's like, well, why did you tell everyone? Why did everyone need to know that? Because it makes you look generous. But when you do it as a percentage of what his income is or his um, wealth is, it's probably tiny. In fact, I know it's tiny. And so it's easy. Those who have much, it's easy to give some. But those who have little, it's easy to give anything. It's difficult to give anything. Uh, and that's the challenge to us, isn't it? What does generosity look like? Uh, and Paul, in this chapter, is talking all about generosity. Because he says, remember, whoever sows sparingly, this is uh, verse 6, will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. I don't know about you, but I want to reap generously. I want to see everything happen. I want to uh, not just see one or two young people come to know Jesus. I want to see every young person come to know Jesus. So I need to sow generously so that we can reap generously. Uh, and it goes on. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, we need to give of our money, give of our time, give of our help, give of our experience, give of our knowledge, give of our wisdom, give of our resources, give of our belongings in a generous way. Because our Lord Jesus gave himself for us and his heavenly father uh, winningly allowed his only son to die for us on a cross and God loves a cheerful giver. So if we're feeling I don't want to give, I don't want to do, God's going, that's not what it's about. It's about being a cheerful, generous giver of the things that God has given to us. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's a good verse. That's encouraging, isn't it? That when the, the, the more we give, the more we allow God to bless us abundantly because he's able to bless us abundantly. And we need not worry that if I'm generous with my resources and my time and my money, that it makes me poorer. Because actually our wealth and our, our, our needs don't come from ourselves. They come from Jesus. They come from our heavenly father by his spirit who can bless us with everything in any time in any situation and he gives us all that we need there's a real thing i've noticed about some christians about doing their home up to be as comfortable as possible and of course we all love to have a nice environment i'm i love my home i love uh, our family having gatherings in it we love being able to retreat into it in the safety but if we make our homes too comfortable or too nice we have a danger that we don't want to get outside. We don't want to leave it. Uh, and, we, and there's a danger we compete with the world on how they spend their money rather than uh, how, how, the, how God wants us to use the money that he's blessed us with. So we need to be careful that we are being generous. And generosity is a heart condition. It's not primarily a wallet condition. It doesn't matter how much or how little is in our bank account. It's a heart. We're looking for the needs of those around us, looking for how we can help. So with Thrive, you know, we go for the little things. Thrive never has enough money, you know, but we have all that we need. And God has been faithful for the last 12 years since I started Thrive. 
that we've never gone without. It's got close and it gets close often, but we've never gone without. And therefore we can be generous because actually we know it's about him. And if we use our resources in a way that, uh, that glorifies his name, then, then he will bless us abundantly. And it's not, a, it's not a, a transaction, the more I'm generous, the more he gives, but it's about the more I'm generous, the less that money has a hold on me. So, so I encourage my team when we meet with youth leaders and children's and family workers, bless them by buying their coffee, bless them by buying their lunch. If they need something, help them out, but also bless them with your time. Go to where they are, don't make them come to us because we want to be extravagant in our generosity. When we have events, we always think about what could be the wow factor. Now that's not like the wow, the glitz and the glamour and thrive are great. It's that thoughtful that extra mile that goes, well, wow, that's really kind. Or, oh wow, look at that. That's really nice, that's really thoughtful because we want to be extravagant in our generosity. It's a tough one to work out. It's not just being generous, it's being extravagant. Like the woman who comes and pours perfume over Jesus' feet. It's extravagant because he gave everything for us. So we need to do the same for him. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Let's mirror a little bit of that indescribable gift for those that we serve and those around us today and this week ahead. Go for it. Go for it.